Welcome to the Emotioneering Podcast with me, Melissa Curran, founder and CEO of the Modern Mind Group. We're dedicated to improving your people skills so that you can have better relationships with others for a much more fulfilling life or career. People skills are not just a nice to have, they're a have to have. So when it comes to organizations as well, this really does impact the workplace and the results that you'll get from that. We're going to be delving into topics such as emotional intelligence, communication, leadership, workplace well-being, mental health, culture, and performance. I'm going to be answering your questions on all of these topics and sharing some insights from my career to help you move forward and definitely emotioneer a modern mindset. Make sure that you subscribe to our YouTube channel or on the Facebook page as well as LinkedIn. We look forward to connecting with you there. In this episode today, we're going to be talking about, do I need to improve emotional intelligence? Ultimately, when it comes to emotional intelligence, if we were to ask people whether they thought they had a good sense of emotional intelligence or level of skill with it, then often they would say yes. The challenge is that the perception gap and often that we have an opportunity to improve emotional intelligence or many people do have the opportunity to improve it but aren't often aware of how or why. So I'm going to go into sort of how you can pinpoint to see where the areas of opportunity are for you in terms of emotional intelligence and first of all I just want to recap on what it is. So the capability to recognize your own emotions manage those emotions by adapting behaviors to situations as well as understanding the emotions of others through social skills to really build those really strong relationships. So there's actually five points to emotional intelligence. Number one is know and understand your emotions. Number two, manage your emotions. So you know them, you understand them, but actually being able to regulate them, to manage those emotions, to calm yourself down when you need to, um, and to understand what is happening to you. Number three is motivate yourself and others, right? Whether you've got um, a high level of, of motivation for yourself, are you setting goals for yourself, or are you able to actually help to motivate those around you? You know, if you're a leader in the workplace, this is going to be really advantageous for you. Number four, recognize and understand other people's emotions. Absolutely. In order for us to have uh, a high level of emotional intelligence, it is really about understanding what other people are going through and that level of empathy that we can find to really understand things from their perspective. And it then can help us to adapt our behavior and the way that we approach things to to hit point number five, to manage the emotions of others, right? We can all go around and we can say things and sometimes it can really upset other people, but we could say the same message, but finding a different way to do it. And therefore we're managing the emotions of others and we're being mindful of how we actually communicate and express ourselves in a social situation, okay? So there's many different jobs that you would find high levels of emotion intelligent people within a lot of the time it's like I said about being a leader or a manager of others you would hope that the manager or the leader had high emotion intelligence or it's often when you've got to um help with other people's emotions right imagine that you're a nurse or a doctor or people that are in um 
emotional situations and therefore you are there to help and guide uh, and to help them to manage those emotions a counselor um, a therapist you know many different um, roles can actually benefit from this but it is about understanding people and about being able to connect with people and have those really strong relationships so what are the signs of low eq so eq emotional intelligence always having to be right that could be one not listening or they don't listen to other people being oblivious to other people's feelings oh i didn't realize oh I, did i really upset them you know not understanding how something could actually be upsetting to somebody else people with low emotional intelligence may behave insensitively towards other people they may blame others for their problems or their mistakes instead of actually taking that responsibility on they may have poor coping skills and levels of resilience they may have emotional outbursts and they struggle to build great relationships with others so so that's kind of the the characteristics of low eq high eq on the other side a person that has high emotional intelligence will have a lot of empathy they'll have a lot of self-awareness they'll find a lot of optimism um, in their life, they'll be a lot more curious and open to learn. They'll be compassionate and they'll be great relationship builders. So coming back to the name of this particular episode, do I need to improve emotional intelligence? What I suggest you do now is basically get a pen and paper, write down number one to 16 down the left hand side. and I'm going to read out 16 different statements and what I want you to do is I want you to write number one, if you completely disagree and uh, a score up to five, five being strongly agree. So whatever the statement is between one and five, you can write it down and then give yourself a number. So five is strongly agree, one completely disagree. And here's the first statement. I can't easily recognize my emotions. Number two. I lose my temper when I feel frustrated. One to five. Number three, people tell me I need to listen more. How often does that happen? Five strongly agree, one completely disagree. Number four, I find it hard to calm myself down when anxious or upset. Number five, I don't enjoy organizing groups. Number six, I find it hard to motivate myself. Number seven, it's difficult to move on when frustrated or unhappy. So remember, you're writing one completely disagree, five strongly agree with the statements. Number eight, I don't know my strengths and weaknesses clearly. Would you be able to write them down if you were asked them or could you tell somebody else what they are? Number nine, I avoid conflict and negotiations. Are you avoiding conflict and negotiations? Do you feel comfortable when you are responding or in those situations? Number 10, I feel like I don't enjoy my work. Number 11, I don't ask for feedback and I'm not open to making improvements. Mm, interesting one. 
Number 12, I don't set goals or review progress. Are you a taskmaster? Do you keep yourself on track? Um, number 13, I find it difficult to read other people's emotions. Five strongly agree, one completely disagree. Number 14, I struggle to build rapport with others and make connections. Number 15, I find it hard to know what to say if someone talks to me about a challenging situation. One to five. And number 16, I often offend people. Five strongly agree, one completely disagree. So have a look at those 16 statements and say to yourself, actually, are some of these, you know, ringing true? I mean, I talked about having high emotional intelligence and low um, emotional intelligence, but, the, you know, there is a wide spectrum. But ask yourself if a lot of those were fours and fives, then, yes, there's a lot of work to be done in terms of emotional intelligence. We can all continue to improve and look at the language you use and be reflective. So there is always room for improvement. But the main thing to remember about all of this when it comes to do I need to improve emotional intelligence, it's about the feedback from other people. We cannot improve our emotional intelligence without reflecting on our behavior, without getting feedback from other people and starting to understand ourselves a lot more, connecting those dots and putting us into a, a happier situation. Ultimately, what we all want is meaningful relationships with people. So if you find really that that is a challenge for you, if you find that, you know, there is a lot of conflict with the relationships you're having, or you don't tend to connect with people very easily, then it is definitely time to start looking at how to improve your emotional intelligence. And if you go to the website, modernmindgroup.co.uk, you can go into the blog and you'll find many different blogs and all sorts of different articles on there that can help you in this particular area as well. Thanks for listening to the Emotioneering podcast with me, Melissa Curran, today. It's been great. Remember to subscribe to Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, or all three. You can also come to the website, modernmindgroup.com, where you can subscribe there, stay in contact, and let us know what you really think. Give us the feedback. This is going to get better by knowing what you think. Uh, has this given you food for thought? Has it helped you change something? What has it inspired? Let us know because that's why we're doing it. It's all about the people, people, people. <laughs> Have a great day and ciao for now.